Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure that Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Chip chip a windy wedding fans. It's a very specific fan group. But a literal fan of fans. Fans of fan. Fans of, because wind. Wind, yeah. So like, they like fans too. It just remind me of that how-to with John Williams episode with the vacuums. With John Wilson? With John Wilson. With the vacuums, yeah. Yeah. Fans of vacuums. There's fans of fans, I'm sure. I'm sure there's fan of conventions. Of course. Of course. Fan conventions. There's lots of fan conventions, but there's fans of fan conventions. What do they call them? The... Fan fan convention meetup. That's what I would think so. Yeah, that's fun. You could yeah. have a lot of fun with that. Now, you could have said anything at the start of this podcast, and it wouldn't matter what you said to me because I am so excited about this episode. I Nothing could deter me from my joy. I am too. So let's take care of a little bit of business. Okay. And then we'll get into the episode as soon as possible. Okay. First up, we just have to say that this episode is sponsored by the lovely Harry Baker, who subscribes to our basically Bob Belcher tier on Patreon, helps keep this main feed going, and it means the world to us. We just had a content planning session with Harry, and while we spent most of the time talking about TV, (laughs) because we kind of get off track... Um, we came up with a YouTube video that Max and I are going to film, and it's just, it's going to be Linda's best and worst sounds. Just the sounds she makes with her mouth. I'm so excited to release that YouTube video. I am too, and we're going to talk YouTube in a moment too. But first, we have a new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. Thank you so much, Betsy Argentieri. Moving forward, you will be known as the Baguette Caviar Gentieri Burger. That is so French. It is so fresh. So fancy. Bob was trying to oh impress la la. someone in the restaurant when he made that burger. Probably himself. Probably, yes. But thank you for joining us on Patreon. We're Betsy, so we, glad to have you. Yeah, we hope you're enjoying all of those bonus episodes and all of the other fun things that come along with subscribing to Patreon. 
Uh, if you'd like your name burger punned here on the show, or even if you don't, just want to subscribe to Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Over 50 full-length episodes just waiting for you to binge on your fall road trips. Yeah, and a Patreon is a good option because, as you all know, this is the final episode of Season 8. Between seasons, Skylar and I like to take a little hiatus to kind of, you know, play some catch-up, get caught up on work and things like that. So if you are missing us while we're gone on the main feed and you need a dose of us, Patreon is a great place because there's so many episodes there for you already. Plus, we're going to be checking in and doing stuff regularly over there while we're not doing stuff on the main feed necessarily. Yeah, we'll chit-chat with you over there and you can just binge the episodes. And also, hopefully, yeah, there's some YouTube stuff for you coming or up while we're on hiatus. That's part of the thing we want to work on while we're on hiatus is to really get some of our YouTube stuff uh, up for you. So make sure you're subscribed to us on YouTube and get ready for those videos. They're coming. I feel like a girlfriend of a million years and my boyfriend has said he's going to propose for the last six years. That's how I would feel if I were a listener right now. We have been mentioning YouTube for a full year now, and nothing has happened. But <laughs> I had to learn how to edit video and stuff like that, so it took me a while. But the first video is officially done and edited. It's so downloaded. I, this he is happening. He cannot tweak it anymore. This is happening, people. And we're taking this hiatus to put a lot of work into YouTube. So yes. just get over there and see what's happening. Yep. Woo, doggy. Okay, that's yeah. enough business. Would you like Skylar Sides? The fun facts before the fun facts. Dish it, girl. Okay, tiny 30-second side story. We had one of my best friends stay over at our place with her toddler. And I noticed that the whole weekend, I just turned into Zeke. So we'd be like out to dinner and the cutest toddler ever would be like slurping at pasta. And I'd be like, get it, girl. I'd be like, you know your way around a noodle, girl. <laughs> like, I could not not be Zeke. <laughs> there are definitely worse people you could be like. It's true. All right. Today's fun fact. Before the fun facts. Before the fun facts. Would you like to know if there is going to be a Bob's Burgers movie sequel? Of course I do. Well, I, too bad. Well, okay. Too bad. Crushing my dreams. Because the answer is still very much up in the air, but I have intel that I would very much like to share with y'all. Lauren Bouchard and Nora Smith are so down. In fact, they told Variety that they have already started brainstorming the second movie. Now, most of this came when they were working on the first movie, and they were like, oh, let's save that for the sequel. Oh, let's save that for the sequel. They have no idea if they are going to get greenlit for a sequel. Lauren Bouchard says the only way they would do a sequel is if they had a story worth telling. 20th Century Fox has not approached them yet from what I've gathered, there is some misinformation floating around on the internet about the sequel, that it's already been greenlit. That's not what I could tell. But they have started daydreaming about it, for sure. And I read a bunch of articles on Screen Rant, on just, you know, little TV and movie websites. They're all really split. Some say, like, it's a no-brainer they would do this. And 
Some say they lost money at the box office. Why would they be giving given a sequel? And if you're curious, the film cost $38 million to make. That was their budget. And it brought in $34.2 million. And is that worldwide or domestic or... I don't know. And that doesn't include marketing and stuff too. So it doesn't... I don't know if they're profitable overall. Also thinking back now that we've had a full year, horrible weekend. Yeah. Premiere date. There was Top Gun and there was another huge movie. It was stiff competition. But we don't we don't know yet. So we'll just have to see. But Lauren said, even if we don't get to do it, we're gonna write it. So they're clearly passionate about it. If they have a story they want to tell, they're gonna wanna do it. I just can't wait to see the movie poster with Bob's burgers and the S's are twos. Yeah. <laughs> Bob's two burgers, two or like <laughs> Two Bobs, Two Furious. I love it. I obviously would love a sequel, but we have the show, and as long as we keep getting the show, I am a happy, happy boy. Do you need one? I was curious. I was thinking about this when I was I don't know if I need one if I do get one. Mm-hmm. Just a teeny bit shorter. Just cut. Just, oh, just specifically cut out Grover Fish Odor's solo number from the first one and i'd be a happy boy i love that you keep calling yourself happy boy i yeah i feel like gene are you ready skylar for a little a bob pun or max pun i am we are closing season eight out with pest control trucks fun oh and these are all themed for burger weddings uh sure Okay. <laughs> They're all classic novels. Oh, I love it. Your first pun is The Great Ratsby Exterminators. Max. Bob's. Shit. Your next pun is The Catcher in the Fly. Max. Yes. Next pun Wuthering Mites. Max. Yes. And your final pun is Moby Tick. Max. Yes. Yes! Wow. Almost got them all. Almost. You really cleaned up at the end there. Thank you. Yeah. I was just like, how many classic novels could they have done? And all the ones you mentioned, you've mentioned to me. Like, we talk about Moby Dick. We talk about Catcher in the Rye. We talk about Moby Dick? We do. We talk about Wuthering Heights? No, we don't. But I don't even know what Wuthering Heights you, is about. I can see you just Googling classic that was, literature. Yes. Yeah, and it's got to be the ones with the easiest rhymes, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into this episode? Let's We've got a it. lot to discuss. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for the final episode of Season 8, Episode 21, please? My poor little heart. It's hard saying goodbye to this season. The title is Something Old, Something New, Something Bob Caters for You. Bob is having an existential crisis. Did he pick the most meaningless job in the world? But when a couple asks him to cater their wedding, it all turns around for him. This is the most important thing he'll ever do, he decides. Which is intense, considering everything goes wrong. Meanwhile, the kids place a bet. Who can get into the most wedding photos? Loser has to clean the grease from the grill. This episode came out on May 20th, 2018. It was written by John Schrader and directed by Chris Song. Oh, where do we begin? 
I think we just begin with a clip from the, one of my favorite songs ever. Okay. Let's get everybody in the mood. So do I take this meat to grill just right? I do. Take this cheese to melt on top so nice. I Bob, this isn't on you. The ceremony was upsetting. I'm going to stop it there because we're going to hear the a song. A lot of it. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that you couldn't press play, though. Press pause, though. That's how good it is. It's so good. One of the best songs from the show ever. I could see it on stage on Broadway. It's the perfect duo song. It's so well done. I love John Benjamin's monotone and then his head voice with how animated John Roberts is when he comes in. It's so good. I think it was Nora Smith. might have been Lauren Richard. I can't remember, but they. I think it was Lauren. He was just talking about how important these regular people's voices are in the songs. There's something that makes it so much more endearing because, yeah, they're hitting the notes and that's great, but they sound like the people we love. They're not like in a Broadway musical, they like break into, they're this like normal character and then they're this like amazing singer. Yeah, it's like Disney movies when they when they <laughs> play, would cast, like they have a voice actor for the character then they have someone who sings the songs. So yeah. Like, that doesn't even sound like that person. Yeah, exactly. So this is a Bob-centric episode. Tell me how you feel about Bob's arc, everything about Bob. I want to hear it from your perspective. You know what? Now that I think about it, it feels like a lot of the finales are Bob-centric, or at least something is happening to Bob <gasps> and the stuff around him, like, glued, where's my Bob? Like, the um, warfanate, whatever, the two wharf ones. The one where he tries to get everyone to go on strike for the rent with the water balloon. Yeah. <gasps> you cracked the code, and it brings it back to our hero, our every man, every day hero. You just nailed it. I love that. Yeah, it's a very, very good episode, just with a cherry on top of a song. And I'm so grateful we have this song in our lives. And we've played this on the podcast before, but one of our patrons, Jeff, who is super talented and cosplays as Linda all the time, and plays the ukulele, recorded a version of this song doing both parts for our wedding last year. As a wedding present. As a wedding present. And I think we should play a little bit of that. Not too much because we're going to hear this song so many times in this episode. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. Gotta give Farron what's his name a perfect reception to prove my job's not stupid. So do I take this meat to grill just right? I do. This cheese to melt on top so nice I Bob, do. this isn't on you The ceremony was upsetting Chill. Chill The way these two rushed into this You'd think it was a shotgun wedding But do I take these buns to have and hold? I do All you can do is do your best. perfect so their love grows old I do They are a couple of hot mess I, I, Jeff, uh, thank you again for that It's phenomenal I just literally have chills. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so, so good. We love listening to that. All right. The song is great, but the emotional arc is just as good. The plot is just as good. Let's just start at the beginning of this episode. Bob is on the internet, and he's like, there are doctors 
that are in war zones and they have much more meaningful lives than I do and they save people. He's really down on himself and that's how we start this episode. Does that feel relatable to you? I think we all kind of feel that way every now and then. Yeah. But it's typically like when we're just like in bed doing nothing of substance whatsoever, you know, it'll probably hit pretty hard. When you should close the laptop is, yes. is when it hits. Yeah, yeah. I feel this all the time. I was literally looking up how to be certified as a hospice aide or a hospice volunteer like two days ago. I was like, I need to do something more meaningful. Lighthearted stuff. Yeah, and that's me. Everybody thinks I'm so cute and I'm just over here like, how can I hang out with people who are dying? Uh, because I think that would be really meaningful. Anyway, um, but what I love about his existential crisis is that it raises the stakes in the episode so much. This is not Bob saying, like, we need to do a good job at this catering event because we need a good review. This is him saying, my whole self-esteem, my whole being is dependent on this one catering gig. Which is great for the episode. But listen, folks, don't put that kind of pressure on yourself. It's unnecessary suffering you're putting upon yourself to achieve perfection for something that you don't have to achieve perfection for. Preach. And Linda is a great balancer here. I love that the two characters switch dynamics in this episode. Me too. Normally, Linda's the one who's like, let's do it. My expectations are too high. And Bob is the straight man. He brings her back down to earth. Yeah, she's the romantic, which is why it's so funny that in this one, she's like, what are these kids doing? They've only (laughs) known each other for three months. And she's like, so like opposed to all of this, whereas typically she'd be like, oh, yeah, just she would throw herself into the current of the love. Really, really love that. I also love that so much of the first scene is put into the song. So he's like, this is my war zone. I love that they bring that back into the song. I love the everything goes wrong elements they add here. Bob smushing the cake. I love the wedding couple. I'm actually rooting for them. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Let's talk about the couple real quick. Yeah. Okay. So we have Connor and Farah, or Carter, because Bob calls him Carter throughout the thing. <laughs> there's one at the very end. There's it's so subtle, but he calls him Carter, and uh-huh. Tina under her breath goes Connor, and he goes Connor. <laughs> it's it's so quick. Oh it's my so gosh! It's so funny. That whole the name joke went over my head. The whole I love that. Thank you for pointing that out. It's classic Tina, and it's it's so good. So Connor is voiced by Pete Holmes, who is a pretty popular comedian his voice sounded very familiar to yeah me. he's i think he's probably his biggest thing was he was he had a show on hbo for three seasons called crashing where he kind of yes. like played himself uh, i was like semi-autobiographical um he would like go around and crash on different uh comedians couches every week and oh fun yeah i think it was judd apatow produced love a good premise now, I've got a lot of information for who voices Farah. Oh, hit me. Farah's voiced by an actor, comedian named Kulap Vilaisak. She also voiced Rupa on Bob's. And Rupa, who has probably had her biggest appearance on the show at this point, is one of Courtney's friends. So she was in the unbearable like likeness of Jean. Nice. But she makes it, that character makes all sorts of like non speaking appearances and then oh. has speaking appearances later in the series. But Kulap's been on just about every like comedy series you can think of since the 2000s. Reno 911, the Sarah Silverman program, Happy Endings, Parks and Rec, BoJack Horseman, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Just that she's got such a phenomenal um, Breath filmography. Of yeah. yeah. She's also married to Scott Ackerman, who is the host of Comedy Bang Bang, which is a very popular comedy podcast and TV show. You said... So many names and brands and... I'm just throwing things at you. Um, very cool. I just found it super interesting. I found Farah to be so likable. Like, sh- they could have gone Bridezilla in this episode, and they didn't. I really found her super likable. First of all, I thought her wedding dress was gorgeous. I love that they're trying to do a cheap friend's help wedding. And... When she has her breakdown and she says, I really tried to let everything go. I was like, you did. You have been so amazing. You deserve to have a breakdown right now. Cry, girl. Cry. Yeah. She didn't ask for much. She just wanted her grandma's cake to be fine. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember if it was Louise or Tina who says it under their breath kind of. But when they said it's like kind of like a do-it-yourself wedding. Yes. It's just like people love that. <laughs> oh, in oh, my people notes. love that. I wrote, Louise is such a cunning sassafras. Wow, I got worried about what you were going to say there. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. She is so blunt and a little mean in this episode, and I love it. Yeah. I love it. She is just uh, speaking the truth. When we were watching the episode, yeah, you sincerely exclaimed out loud <laughs> while they were prepping the food. Uh-huh. Ooh, the Pharaoh salad looks great. <laughs> word for word. 
It did look good. <laughs> like sometimes animated food does not do anything for you, but this <laughs> sparrow salad. It was, was so like, it was so genuine. <laughs> The burger of the day. Oh, I want the burger so bad. I think should we, we should make, make it? it on our YouTube. Okay. The Ring Gruyere burger. Yes. I love Gruyere. Give this girl a French onion soup and she will be there. Or give this girl an onion ring. Uh, she will be there. Yeah. That's what I want for our anniversary. That is, consider that done. <laughs> it sounds so good. I think we should make it on our YouTube channel. But here's the thing. We stopped making food because I was being a perfectionist. I think our shtick should be chaotic cooking because embrace embrace the belchers i can't recipe test i think we just gotta embrace the chaos yeah let us know if you prefer chaotic cooking over perfect cooking yeah i i genuinely want to know because i had a list of all these recipes i was going to do and i had to stop because i was having to recipe test them a million times and i'm like maybe we just do as the Belchers do and throw spaghetti at the wall and have you guys see our failures. Yeah, and also, on camera. also let us know if you want us to do a video of us throwing spaghetti at a wall. <laughs> you know your way around a noodle, girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else about this episode do you love? We obviously have the kids photo bombing. Great montage. Things that stick out to me. I love that Louise loses because she normally does not lose. And like you said, she deserves to lose in this episode. Does she's she? Being, she's being a little sassy. She does not want to help no. set up the chairs. Yeah. Tina gets in Louise's face during the competition, and I've never seen her kind of hover above Louise and give back to Louise what she puts out. And I was like, oh, I love this. When it comes to competition, Tina can get... <laughs> intense i love that about our girl and i'm so glad she wins and i'm so glad gene pulls into second place with such a reveal yeah in 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 the helen mirren lookalikes glasses two one for each yeah glass i what it's classic the the lens yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh but he was just waving because he thought she was helen mirren love it loved the wedding photographer wedding photographer was great um I want to go on a little rant about wind here. Oh, I knew this was coming. In fact, I do have to show you just because I love you and I want you to feel seen by me. Did I exclaim, God, I hate wind, (laughs) sincerely? But I I wrote this all in caps, wind, in my notes because I knew you were going to go on a rant. Let's hear it. I hate wind so much. It pisses me off. It makes any weather condition already outside more miserable if it's raining. You're going to get hit with the rain, yeah. Be- even if you're carrying an umbrella because it's pushing the rain in. If it's hot, it makes everything worse. It causes fire. I, I hate wind. It- it's, it's annoying. If you've done your hair, it blows your hair around. It if you've- chaps your face. You get wind burn. I hate it. It's my least no favorite burn. weather condition. Are there any wind fans out there? I don't know. Are you a sailboat? Try having a picnic with wind. Yeah. Like, for example, I'm a rain girl. If it were raining, it would be romantic and cute, and they'd have to hold their baby blankets up over their heads, and it would be touching. Yeah. And if it's raining, your umbrella gets blown up the wrong way. You can't hold it. You're getting soaked. It's it's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. I hate it. I, I hate wind. What I do like about wind in this episode is there's a moment, and this will be in our carousel on Instagram, so make sure you're following us, Bob's Credits. 
Louise at a certain point is holding her hat on by like the straps under her it's chin. So cute. So cute. I'll screenshot that and put it up there right now. So go look at it because it's just one of my favorite little details. Max had to pause it. He, I was typing, taking notes on my phone, and he goes, "Did you write that down?" I was like, "I didn't. That's not what I was taking notes on." He was like, "Okay." No, she was taking notes on the Pharaoh salad. She was like, <laughs> "How can I make this at home?" Should we get into the end credits? Like, we have a we have a fun last moment, and these end credits are so phenomenal. I think we're gonna want to spend some time with them. Okay, this is what I want you to do. Say, would you like to go over the end credits? Would you like to go over the end credits? I do. Wow, I should have known. I should have known <laughs> that that was the way to feed it to you. More head voice, though, next time. How do you do head voice? I feel I like... I do. I do. Oh, that woke Biscuit up. <laughs> Biscuit's like... Okay, that was a little too high of a note for me. So the Belchers are all standing together, and they're eating smush cake. Ground then, cake, dirt cake. Yeah, I would, cake. I would have a bite. That, it honestly looked really good. Um, shout out to Hakeem, one of our patrons whose favorite dessert flavor is red velvet. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Frankie. <laughs> Talk about a wet blanket. Get it? Kissing. Oh, God. What? Oh, there's a dead butterfly in the cake. Does it taste like butter? If the answer is no, lie to me. Oh, it's just a leaf. Mm, it's good. Oh, oh. <laughs> this wedding is my war zone, and I'm the doctor in it. So we have that wonderful last moment. Gene wants butterflies to taste like butter, mm-hmm. which disturbs me a little bit. What happens as we get into the end credits? We obviously, they've got to play this song again. Good call. You said that's so blasé. Great call. This Phenomenal is, call. We talk a lot about, is it better to have a brand new song in the end credits? But this is one of those times where if I don't get to hear this song again, I'm going to throw a fit. And and the writers knew that. So we have the classic end credit kitchen sequence. And Bob is facing the camera, not the grill, is holding his spatula like a professional microphone. Then we have Louise. She is cleaning off the grill grate hood. It's not a hood. but grease, The grease grate. trap or whatever. And then we have the other two kids. Everyone's uh, still dressed in their catering attire. The reveal when the kids wear different outfits in the episode to their fancy catering gig is adorable yeah gene's got like the full chef up to the neck button the bear yeah adorable but we're missing our matriarch here i also do just have to say john benjamin's performance of the word doctor yeah i thought that too was doctor (laughs) i've got to save their special day gotta cater it to the limit but do i take these puns to have and hold i I figured I'd just let it play because we love it so much. And all that really happens that's different is once Linda's part comes in, she comes into the window where she typically comes in from in her catering outfit and sings along with Bob. And Bob, that first time where they kind of sing together the crescendo, he opens his arm out. Great performance by Bob. And Louise is just cleaning the grease trap the entire time. What are the, what are Tina? Grease, and- I don't even know if it's grease trap, but I feel like that's a good insult to call someone. 
Yes, Louise would say that. I'm gonna start saying that from now you're on. You're a banana rat grease trap. Yeah, you're you're a grease trap. It sounds like something like the Lost Boys would say in uh, Hook. Yes, for sure. What are Tina and Jean doing? I honestly think they're just watching their dad sing. Did I want them to harmonize? Yeah. Well, they're they're kind of also like smirking at the fact, like obviously Louise has got this angry face that she has to clean it. And they're just, like, satisfied that they don't have to do it. Let me see. Yeah, they're just standing there. Not thrilled about that. You're not thrilled that they're just, like, standing there? No, it's like they ran out of time. <laughs> it literally looks like they ran out of yeah, time. Yeah, so they just, like, put them in there and, like, yeah. we can't make them dance or anything, so we're just gonna... I am glad that they're there. It, I would be devastated if they weren't there, though. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, the whole family needs to be there. It's a finale. It's a phenomenal song. It's the end credits to a finale. I think we should score them. I don't think there's going to be any surprise here, but uh, we score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's A. Uh. Together? Mm-hmm. Are you counting down? Mm-hmm. Do it vocally, because this is the podcast. It's kind of holding up our fingers. <laughs> Three, two, one, ten. 10. Yes. Now, I will say some other finales have been 11s for me. I know that doesn't make sense, but... Uh, the only thing not making this an 11 for me is Jean and like I would be cool if they were still eating some cake. I would love them to harmonize with Bob and Linda. Or just like, yeah, like Tina doing her little hand paw move that she does and yes. Jean doing some belly dances would be great. Yes. What Dancing else along. could they be doing? Scrolling through a camera. Uh, looking for Helen Mirren. <laughs> I don't know. But yes, you know, another 10 for a finale, ending a phenomenal season. One of the strongest seasons, if you ask me, now that we've been through it on the podcast. I agree with you. I would be remiss not to say that this is not the whole town in a season finale, which is on the rarer side. Yeah, it's very Belcher-focused, and I'm okay with that. I am here for it. I co-sign it. I eat it up like that ground cake. Eating it like it's a butterfly. No, you don't eat butterflies. Mm-mm. Skylar and I, there's lots of butterflies out right now, and we go on walks and we try to get them land in our hands, <laughs> but and it never works. We just stand there, like, and we we won't move. Our neighbors must think we're crazy. We yeah. just stand there like statues. But the thing is, like, Max and I only wear gray, black, navy. So why they would want to land on us, I have no idea. But we try it every time. Yeah, let's go out in like bright yellow today. I'm serious. Oh, Jean's shirt. That would make all the difference. I'm telling you. But we digress. Those are the end credits to something old, something new, something Bob caters for you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As we said at the beginning of the podcast, we are taking a little break in between seasons. So don't be surprised when next week there isn't a new episode on the feed. Go get some new stuff on Patreon, patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. Go look for us on YouTube. Go look for us on Instagram. Go look for us on social media threads. What what else? TikTok. We've got stuff that'll entertain you while we're away from the main feed for a little bit. Yes. Updates will be on Instagram. We also have just, we have new merch up on the shop. Bob'sCredits.com slash shop. There's some Seymour Bay stuff. I've been wearing my Seymour's Bay baseball cap. All summer. Uh, I love it. The butterflies don't, though. No, because I got it in Navy. It's really cute in Navy. We have some Whalers tea. It's my new bedtime tea. I love it. Boys for now. All good stuff. Which teases the first episode of season nine. 
which we'll see you to discuss. Well, we won't see you. We'll hear you. You'll, you'll hear us. You'll hear us discussing that uh, in a few weeks, I guess. I, I can't say. but Like I said, Instagram updates. But for now, stay saucy. Uh, <laughs> I, fr- I froze like I was waiting for a butterfly to land on me.